Another poo? Kids, man. Do my head in. Oh, unbelievably, actually, probably totally believably, it's uh, it's almost three o'clock. You probably can't hear this because it's a windy. That's one of the reasons I'm so miserable now. The other reason is all day, all week, at this time of day. As I've been at work and driving home, it's been glorious. The light's been directional, there's been golden rays, there's been soft highlights, it's been gorgeous, perfect weather for getting out. All day today, sunny. I might not even do this episode, I might just give up. Utterly pointless. All day today it's been sunny, gorgeous and then in the last 10 minutes as I've been driving out for the first time in ages to do some photography a giant cloud has obscured the sun. The sun that would have provided me with beautiful directional evening sunset light. And the place is packed. Of course. So yeah, evening kind of spoiled, I would say. And it's windy, and it's not been windy all day, but as soon as I've come out to do something and make this episode, which I was really looking forward to making because it's a good one, everything has conspired against me to make it terrible. The weather is crap and there are children which is just the worst and poor Dante is pulling because he hasn't been out for a walk yet and just wants to explore and play I'm not throwing anything you can just play and explore come on hey Come on, there's plenty of people around, you got to be on your lead. Hi. Hiya. Just track his pictures with a hawk up there. Yeah? Yeah, it's three hawks up on that hill there. Alright. No, thank you. I probably won't get on with what I'm using, but thank you. Yeah, okay. Like, I need advice from you. Oh, I'm grumpy now. So I've come to a reservoir and instead of nicely picked out trees there's chuffing children everywhere no detail, no shadow, well shadows just dull lifeless skies very depressing not good for what I'm trying to do really at least it's a bit quieter down here. 
So I'll probably fill you in on what I'm actually doing. Or what I was going to do, I don't know if I'm going to do it now. I don't know if I'm going to waste the film. Because it's just... The, the light's just gone. It was gorgeous. It was a blue sky day, which I knew was going to turn into a beautiful evening. And now it's just gone. Vanished. And now I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to use the film or not. Or use some of the film and wait for maybe tomorrow morning. See what it's like. Well, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. This was going to be my chance. This was my opportunity. Ah, dear me. I can't believe how windy it is as well. This is just going to be 20 minutes of me complaining and not taking any pictures. Let's go into the woods. So I've come up to one of the reservoirs on this now crappy evening because I had a bit of time after doing some work at home and I thought I'm going to take some pictures and I had a special occasion on which to uh, where are you going? special occasion on which to take pictures because the other weekend last weekend I think it was last weekend I bought a new camera I wasn't going to I Huddersfield uh, second hand market on a Saturday always has something but for a while it's been pretty naff but uh, a couple of weeks ago I noticed there were a couple of new cameras which I thought were interesting and one of them which I definitely wanted now I've told you about the well I've done an episode before about the Zeiss Icon Netar the 6x6 folding camera that I took up to Scotland and had such a fun time using well this is the Agfa Isolet uh, another 6x6 folding camera so why did I buy another one? I famously said, I think I said, I wasn't going to buy any more cameras. But I did. <laughs> Dante's having the time of his life. So the Netar was great fun and I enjoyed using it. But the problem with it is, there's two problems. One of the problems is it doesn't fold up. So is absolutely pointless being a folding camera and the other problem is which I've talked about is the lens it's kind of hazy it's not very sharp and it's difficult to focus with now these are issues that apart from the not folding thing because the hatch is totally broken it doesn't fold at all it doesn't even close these are issues I probably could have worked around in terms of focusing but uh, it just seemed to be a bit of a waste of time trying to figure out ways to do it when there were other alternatives now this camera that I bought the Isolet it does fold properly it's uh, just gonna get out of the wind a bit more don't take one it does fold it also appears to have a good lens 
it's fairly clean and it's um, yeah it's got other features which I really like so I picked it up it's 25 pounds and it seemed to be worth it the reason I wanted a 6x6 folding camera is because the Bronica while wonderful is heavy and I'd really like to make some 6x6 negatives up at the store next time I go to Scotland which means I have to lug that all the way up to the top of the store which is going to be horrendous because taking the 4x5 camera which weighs nothing was awful so trying to lug that heavy Bronica up is going to be a nightmare that's one of the reasons I bought the Icon in the first place because it would be a lightweight 6x6 uh, format camera also had a 75mm focal length which is more or less 8mm which is what I shoot standard on the Bronica anyway so there are advantages there um, but the other issue with the, the Netar is that um, the shutter speeds and apertures are of the older sort and don't quite match the shutter speeds and apertures, particularly the shutter speeds on my spot meter, whereas the ones on this I select do, which is another reason I picked it up. So these are kind of the issues I've had. I've actually found a composition I think I'm going to try, which is two trees that seem to have fallen over. So I'm going to uh, level the tripod head best I can. And because I had so much fun shooting the uh, Netar in Scotland, I wanted that experience again. And hopefully this will give it to me, just in a slightly different way. So I've got a bit of a triangle going on this image. I'm going to pop open the uh, top and talk about some of those features. So the focusing scale is slightly different. It's a bit easy to get to the focusing bit and turn the lens element. The shutter speeds go from 4.5 to 32, which is good. Uh, no, the aperture, sorry. The shutter speeds go from bulb 1 to 5, 10, 25, 50, 100, 300, which is closer and there's more of them to what's on my spot meter. So my metering says, if I use f8, I want a quarter of a second, which is a fifth. Uh, f8, that's good. So yeah, there's lots of reasons to use a camera like this. The other thing it's good for is uh, it has a focusing scale. So there's actually detailed numbers on the lens. Just made that exposure now. And there's also on the opposite bit to the film winder is a zone focusing thing which tells you what will be in focus at different apertures which is really useful which the Netar doesn't have. So I've just made an exposure of some trees like I say the light is just dead that cloud has just obscured everything but it might be decent for some longer exposures. Oh, I just don't know whether to carry on or whether to just give up. I'll be looking forward to this all week and now it's here and it's just pants. 
just miserable. And I, I purposefully didn't come out earlier when the sun was out because I knew the light should be good at this time. But I've taken one picture. I'm just excited to see what it's like because I've got it in a little bag here. It doesn't weigh anything. I can stick it in the same bag as the 4x5. So when I take myself up to the store again, hopefully I'll be able to uh, take this with me and get some cool 6x6 pictures. Also, it's just good to carry around because, like I said, the Bronica's great and produces lovely sharp images, but it's just a pain in the neck to use. I really need to fix this tripod. Come on then, pooch. Let's go for a walk. Hey, don't run off. Come on. Dante. <laughs> Come here. No, you've got to put you on your lead. I know you don't like it. I wasn't expecting this place to be so busy, so I've got to keep him on his lead. He's not happy. Let's go and enjoy the rubbish light. In terms of compositions, I'm not really looking for anything special. This is just literally a test to see if the camera works. And because I'm kind of, I'm saving all my film for April really, I'm saving all my film for the Lake District, I am using a roll of Omapan 100 that I bought for something else. I'm shooting it at ISO 200 and we'll see what that does. We'll see if that does anything good. And there's lots of old ruined walls and things around here. See what we can find. Well, the images from the net are were kind of a disappointment, really, because I had so much fun shooting it. I was expecting great, and because I'd seen great images by other people from it, I was expecting a similar kind of thing. What I did get out without. What I got though was something similar to what you would expect from a Holger. I haven't used my Holger yet, but it'd be good to do a comparison. So I picked up something that I hope is a bit more reliable. Give me sharp pictures. I've just realised that scene that I photographed. I didn't actually focus the camera. Ah. What was it set at? I was so busy being cross at the weather. Focus to 1.5 metres. Come on Pooch, we're going back. Silly me. So yeah, film a pan. I've shot and film a pan before. But um, I've never shot it in the Bronica, actually. I've shot it in my Yash 44, cut down to 127. And I pushed that to 200, and they looked alright, that's why I'm doing it today. Hey. Oh, it's just dark in here now. Yeah, and I'm pushing it to 200 because I got decent results. 
before when I used it like that. Whether I'll get similar results again, I don't know. We shall have to wait and see. But amazingly, it's getting even darker. That cloud is just getting darker and darker. Right, this one we're going to focus, Pooch. So I'm going to let you off your lead again. Yes, I am. There you go. Off he goes. <laughs> he just wants to bite sticks. Ooh. Oh, I've got to get all this business out again now. If I can find the same tripod. Dante, don't go in the water. He's very happy to be out. Aren't you? I'll just take you down to the field. So there's a really interesting triangle here between a fallen tree and a tree kind of stripped of its bark and a wall, which I think is really interesting. And if I use some imprecise, I don't know why I forgot to focus it when I just talked about the focusing mechanism. That's something else I want to talk about in a minute. The viewfinder is pretty difficult to use, I've noticed. Yeah, pretty tricky. Okay, so F8. This thing from the lens is one, two, three, four, five, six meters away. So I'm going to set it for, it goes all, it does go to six. So six. If I put, if I turn this dial between five and ten, yeah, that's going to give me plenty of stuff in focus. So where's my cable release gone? So this is shot two. Identical to shot one, except that it's going to be in focus. Same settings. Ah. That's weird. The uh, shutter doesn't appear to be working. I wonder if I haven't wound it on. It's on the number two. Oh dear. Alright, film my pan's only cheap. You can afford to waste a frame. So I've wound it onto three. Who knows what's going on with this? I'm going to just wind it onto frame four. I might use the whole frame on just this one shot. Who knows at this rate? So frame four. There's actually a cable release thing in there. I wonder if I can use that instead. Cocking the shutter seems to be the problem. Let's move it around a bit, put it back on five. It seems to be cocking and then just taking the picture. And it's not done this at all until now. Why would it why would it not do it now? What? None of that's moved. Right, I've cocked the shutter. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to advance onto frame 5. This is really crazy. I don't think I'll be taking this camera up to the store. So, what's happening is, I'm cocking the shutter and it seems to be opening the shutter. So I've got it cocked now. 
but clearly that's going to be a problem if I'm taking pictures because I won't be able to actually expose it. So I'm focused at 6 metres, I'm at f8 which is giving me 5 to 10 metres, fifth of a second f8, there we go. So hopefully that's done something. I'm going to advance to frame 6 and now I'm going to move on. Aren't we Dante? We're going to go for walkies now, I know you're bored aren't you? This trip is not going well. In fact I feel I may just quit and go somewhere else. The other good thing about this is you can see your scene through the viewfinder before you uh, expose it while it's all folded up which is good. Oh dear me what a disaster. That's, that's two photo walks have been on recently that have been disasters. I bet something goes wrong with development as well. I bet that doesn't work. Right Pooch come on. Dante come on. So to uh, recap, the sun's gone behind the clouds, there's no light, it's windy, the place is full of people and children, my shutter on my new camera that I've just paid £25 for appears to be not functioning properly. <sighs> Good old, hey come here. This could well be a very short episode if this shutter stops, doesn't stop playing up. Or it might not even be an episode. The shutter's been working fine. I've not put any film, this is the first time I've run film through it. And the shutter has been working just fine. I have tested it on all speeds and it's been great. Oh, there's a rabbit there. Little Robin. And I'm now on frame six. So I'm halfway through the roll and I've taken one probably underexposed picture. But that was it. that's what this is all about, you know, it's about learning and failing. If I just put out episodes where everything went swimmingly, nothing would ever change. This program was created to help me keep organised and keep track of my film photography adventures. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions you'd like to make, you can send us an email at talesfromthemagicbox@outlook.com. Another way to support the show is to go and donate to the Coffee Fund by following the link in the show description. This will ensure there is always film to shoot and new tales to tell. Sharing the podcast on social media is another great way to spread the word. We always appreciate the retweet. Thank you so much for your support. It really is appreciated. I can't decide whether I'd rather have wind or midges. I think wind. Midges are just horrendous.
Ah, it's not so windy down here. So I've come down to the dam, a bit of this reservoir, and it's ancient, well not ancient, but it's old, old Victorian stone engineering. And it's absolutely spectacular. And despite there being no light, there is a nice bridge, which I'm going to attempt to photograph. Just wonder if I can get down there and safely get back up. Grass on your head. Oh, did I say it wasn't windy? I lied. Someone just waved at me like they know me, but I don't know them. Okay, this bridge. What to do? Not going down there. I'll do it from here. I've got a leading line then. Yeah, leading line. I'm that kind of photographer now. So I'm just going to kind of point it in the general direction. I'm going to have to get down to look through the not a viewfinder. Ah, that's alright. That's okay. So, exactly the same settings, really. Except this thing is now several more metres away, so I'm just going to focus to uh, infinity. And this time I'm going to use F11. F11. Come here. Is uh, half a second. I ain't got any more. Get, get your big drooly face off me. So, half a second. There's the cable release. Shutter cocked. Good. So the shot of the bridge, half a second at f11. I really like the zone focus scale. It gives, it tells you where things are going to be in focus, basically. So instead of guessing, you can set your focusing scale to a point, and then it will say from you turn it to your aperture and your aperture's got a little zone on it and it says at this aperture from this distance to this distance will be in focus so you just choose the distance you want to be in focus blimey you either put it in the middle and you'll have focus either side or you can start it either side and have focus leave it leave it and have focus wherever you want so it's really good for determining focus the problem is you have to know how far away things are. It's too far, you won't get it. Don't do it, I'm not coming in there after you. I shouldn't have thrown that so far, Dante, I'm sorry. I threw his stick in the reservoir and now it's too far out for him. So yeah, that zone focusing scale is cool. I think one of the things that uh, I might get as an addition to this is a, a zone focusing thing for the hot shoe because it would help determine where how far away things are. Okay, moving on. Right, I'm at the steep steps now, there's lots of people coming down so I'm going to loiter here for a bit before I try and go up. I 
think I'd like to try something really close next. Yeah. Yeah, these to be up where my house is. I'm at the uh, place where I photographed the cover image from my episodes here. And there's that awesome tree that I always like to photograph. I wonder if I use a if I use a fast enough shutter speed. And if I can get down to a shallower depth of field. There's no light on the scene, but I'm going to try it while there's no one here. Get my meter out. So, F4 is a 30th of a second. I should be able to do handheld. I'll put my tripod down. i hold on to you, Dante. You don't run off and get those sheep. So, I've got a 25th. That's close enough. F4.5, that's also close enough. Oh, didn't wind up. Look out! Come on, <laughs> Thank you. Alright? Come on. Oops. That's another good feature. Unlike the Netar, this won't let you take a double exposure by accident. I imagine you will be able to set it, but I don't really know how. You have to actually wind on before you can press the shutter, which is good because I don't do many double exposures, but if you wanted to do some, I suppose it would be an issue. So that was f4.5 at 25th of a second. So f4 30th, I suppose half a stop one way, half a stop the other way. Oh, I didn't focus again. I'm not going back. Had it focused, right, had it focused to infinity. Let's see what that looked like. Nothing. Oh no, I needed to be really, really focused. Is anyone coming up the path? Yep, children, nope. Not doing it. Find something else. Rats. That was because that's a very narrow path and someone was coming up behind me so I panicked and just took the shot without focusing. That's becoming a bit of an issue with this camera. I think I did it with the Netta as well, forgot to focus it. Because it's because it's on the front of the lens. You kind of forget to do it, it's kind of a helical on the front of the lens. So it's a bit less windy. There's a nice gate I could take a picture of here. Except those people are coming up behind me pretty fast. Right, I'm coming up to some water now, and there's always pictures by water. Always. Every damned time. Because the light is so dead, there's no detail on anything. 
Oh, there's a nice wall here which would look good with some trees in the background. I did want something a bit closer to test the one meter thing, so how far away is this? I'm going to estimate that it's one, two, three, four. Four meters. Do we do? We have four meters. I'm going to go two meters. Let me get real close. So, Dante. Four point five gives me two meters. That's good. Dante, sit, sit. Good boy. Wait. There we go. So that was shot eight. A little bit of wall with a tree in the background. F four point five thirty the second with. Focused this time at two meters. Whoa, nearly slipped. There's some tree roots up here, but there is water, so it might get a bit loud and sloshy for my feet. Okay, Dante. On you go. Come on. The other issue with this camera is there's nowhere to attach filters to. Not so much of an issue, but still a bit of a pain. So, what other apertures have I got? F5.6. If I get that on one meter, these roots are going to look great. What does my meter say? Always consult the meter. Eighth of a second. Definitely tripod material. This camera is gorgeous. I love these little folders, they look so cool. Viewfinder is pretty shocking now, I must say. So, the closest I've got to an eighth is a tenth. I'm just going to go for it. No cable release. There we go. As if Dante will stand still in pose for me. I'd like to use some of the faster shutter speeds, but there just isn't enough light. Dante, stay. Go back up there. Dante, go back up there. Go on. So that one's probably about four meters away again. Dante, come here. Come here. Come here. The uh, focusing dial's a bit stiff. I'm going to try and get a picture of dog. And what is dog? Dog is seven. That's mid grey, that's good. And for dog, six meters. Get off, get off. F8. <laughs> get off. So F8 is quarter of a second. Oh, you stay still, pooch. Again, I'm going to go for a fifth. Dante! There we go. He's probably blurry as hell, but I got him. So that was uh, F8, quarter of a second. Again, that was shot 10. Oh, the winding is stiff as well. This is shot 11. Now, the scene here, there is a tree. I'm not going to get it all in focus. I'm going to do one of the water down there, and then I'll do the last one somewhere else. 
because like I say this is just a test this is just me testing if the thing actually works didn't bring me wellies but it's okay where's the darkest bit yeah this is kind of standard now six and ten that's good again that's about four meters away so we'll focus for four four meters f11 it gives me good range so i'll set it to f11 f11 is still a quarter of a second which is good i will use the cable release for this one shot 11. oh no so there's two places to put a cable release socket there's one on the actual shutter and there's one on the lens which is good so cock shutter the cocking problem seems to have stopped better just point, actually point the camera at something <laughs> so there's rocks and a bit of water good so that was shot 11. Dante Dante, where's your lead? Oh, it's up there. I left it there. Yes, I did. Stop sticking your wet nose on my new camera. Do you want a treat? Is that what you want? Sit. Wait. Not being very patient. You know you learnt patience. Got to be patient now. Right, let's go get your lead and let's go. Oh. One more picture, doggo. Wonder what it's going to be. This camera has a self-timer. I may attempt a selfie. A self-portrait with me and Doggo. That would be lovely. If I can get him to sit long enough. There's a bench here. I'm going to do a self-portrait. That's going to be my last shot. Maybe too far away here. One, two, three, four. Six, six meters. Gonna get a bit closer. I like that better. One, two, three, four. Yes, I'm definitely gonna invest in a zone focusing skill. Cause uh, this is ridiculous. Four meters off my own skin that's 12 so I'm gonna put 12 right there yeah that's perfect so now then I have a hundredth of a second and a fiftieth of a second I want to go for a hundredth which is F which is 125 f5.6 so four meters that's good Dante we're gonna pose and wait for these people to come past sit okay I'm gonna I've set up I'm gonna cock the shutter and the self timer Dante come on yeah up up sit sit wait wait Wait. Okay. Dante, look. Good boy. 
that was a self-portrait. That looks good. Hopefully that'll be okay. <laughs> right, I'm just going to grab a quick phone picture of this camera on the tripod because it's awesome. And now I'm going to pack up and go home. Just uh, wind the rest of the film on so that I don't... Oh my goodness, this winder is stiff, stiff, stiff. There's a little T thing on the back, I'm not sure what that's for. Oh, that'll do, I'll wind it on properly later. Okay, doggo. What do you think of that? The Agfa Isolect. And despite there being no light, I managed to still shoot a whole roll and do a self-portrait. So we did 12 pictures, a few of them were probably blank because I was faffing about with the shutter probably I wasn't pulling it all the the cocking lever I probably wasn't pulling it all the way over that's why it wasn't cocking properly so that's that issue there the other problem was the focusing I just need to make sure if I'm using this in Scotland on the store the pictures actually want that I am focusing properly however I don't know if I'm doing that yet like to buy a little rangefinder to go on the hot shoe. My darkroom still isn't up and running so I'm going to be developing and scanning these. There is actually a thread on this thing so I'm probably going to try and buy myself a filter ring so I can use some filters with it or maybe buy some specific filters if pictures come out good. If the pictures don't come out good I'm not going to bother. Dante! No! I'll just use it for having fun with. Which, that's what it's going to be for anyway. But I won't use it for anything SRS. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll sign off now. And I will see you for developing and then image review. I've been doing these image reviews for kind of every episode now, recently. If you like them, let me know. If you're not too fussy. This day just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. So all the mistakes I made um, out photographing earlier, I've made one more. I don't know, I don't even know what could possibly happen with this one. You know, with shutter speed misfires and things, you can kind of guess. But this one, I've no idea. So, um, I've come home and I've... Uh, Mixed up some Extol, consulted the massive dev chart and found it to have no times for film a pan at 200 and therefore decided to check in my phone timer history because I did develop some not too long ago. Extol has gone in fine, 
Uh, stop has gone in fine. And then what I did was, stupidly, not concentrating, forgot to pour out the stop and started to pour in my fix. So I dumped all that and uh, mixed up some fresh fix. Now I don't, I can't imagine it will have had any significant effect, but I feel daft for having done it anyway. Because you just never know with these things. Like I say, I don't know what it could have done, but it's always a bit of a worry. So I'm going to take my fix jug and my developing tank downstairs and I'm going to see if it's worked. I hope it's worked. I'm just going to take the lid off first since this is fresh fix. Well I've got images which is good so I can pour the rest of that fix out now. Oh, thank goodness it didn't do anything. I always worry when I do this. Okay, let's get some water on this and see what we've got. So this was developed in XTOL 1 to 1 for 10 minutes. The dev chart has times for very few things XTOL related in Fomapan. And I kind of devised that 10 minutes should be enough. So I'm going to take the things off the spool now after a bit of a dunk in some water and then I'll leave them for a proper wash afterwards. So I just want to see what I've got. Feel them excited. See if this camera actually does anything. And we've got good negatives. Ooh. Okay. Let's have a look. That's me and Doggo. Is that a, oh, there's a weird kind of cloud on my head. River looks good, looks sharp, yeah, that looks sharp, the wall looks good, tree's out of focus, can't focus it. Bridge looks good, got nice detail. <laughs> what on earth was going on with that shutter? So friends, two, three and four are all over the place. Frame five's good. Yeah, it's sharp, it's in focus. I've got good detail. Cool, I'm quite happy with these. I wonder what's going on with the self-portrait then though. It's weird because right there above my head is like a smudge, like a blur. I don't quite understand it. Uh, I can't see any significant fall off anywhere. The lens seems really sharp. Cost what notes off scanned. But yeah, it's a nice focal length. Cool. Awesome. So I'm going to leave these to wash. I'm going to roll them back up and stick them back in my tank and let them rinse for a bit. And then I shall hang them to dry ready for uh, scanning. So yeah, seems to have worked a treat. I'll see you when I uh, scan and edit.
So I've come down to my kitchen slash dark room because um, I'm, 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 part, I'm editing the last second to last picture of the uh, shoot from yesterday, which you know went really well despite all the difficulties. And <laughs> as I'm as I'm there, I've cropped the picture. I'm just about to go ahead and apply a levels adjustment and the power cuts out. So I'm, I'm in the dark, computer's off, <laughs> fire alarms are kicking off all over the place and yeah there's um, no power so it's to do with the storm, it's been a big storm passing through today. <sighs> this entire photo shoot is cursed. <laughs> I, can't quite, I can't quite believe that editing these pictures something has gone wrong. It's amazing. So I'm going to do the image review of the ones I've edited from memory which is fairly good because I've just literally just been editing them. Um, Sorry for all the background noise, I'm trying to, I've got candles going, I'm trying to just sort my kitchen out, it's a bit of a mess, so I can't wash up. Thank you Dante, I'm knocking everything over, because I can't wash up because the boiler's turned off. I am, my candle light, I need to sort everything out. Um, yeah, so, Dante, stop it. The actual images themselves are really good. Uh, having been scanned and inverted from negatives, I can see that there is good sharp detail. The lens of the camera is, as I hoped, sharp enough for what I need. It's not perfectly sharp, but no one really cares about that anyway. Uh, it's not super contrasty, but again, it's good, if, good enough for what I need and I can use pushing and pulling to sort that out. The, um, if you're looking at this on the blog, I've not put on the three misfires from the start. I've also not put on the blurry out of focus image of the first picture I took, just because there's no point. The one that shows the correctly focused exposed version uh, does enough to illustrate that picture really well. So the first one, yeah, I've got good detail, good sharpness in the areas that I wanted. The the focusing power of that uh, zone focusing dial is really cool and it was a cool feature that I really got used to using very quickly and I really enjoy. So having that on there is really, really nice and it works. Looking at these images, it works. Um, the next one was the bridge, the stone arch. Again, really nice detail, good range of sharpness. Some weird kind of light leak though at the top and bottom. Don't know what that's all about. But I managed to correct it in the edit. I should put one up without that. 
might re-edit that so you can see that uh, light leak detail. Uh, what's next? I can't remember the next one. The, the oh no no blurry tree. Yeah, the, the tree where I forgot to focus. What are you eating now? Yeah, it would have been a good shot if I'd had the thing in focus. Uh, focusing is a challenge and something that I'll have to really think about and get used to with this camera. Uh, what's after that? That was the tree, oh the wall, where I was kind of more shallow at the field. So the wall, actually the edit makes it look a bit paler than it is. The exposures were fine and even at 30 of the second handheld I got good detail in that shot. So yeah the wall looks good. The next one is over the tree roots I think. And that one surprised me because if you look in the top of the picture, most of it's thrown out of focus. And what you've got is some nice swirly details uh, made by the lens, which is really cool. So I can use very shallow depth of field with this camera to get that nice swirly background, which is good. Because I love that effect. What's after that? Oh, uh, the river bit of stream and then the self-portrait I don't know what's happened here. it looks like there's been some kind of double exposure but I can't I didn't refire the shutter and it's impossible to refire it so whether I I don't know what's happened there's there's it's very faint but there is another exposure over the top of that one that's why you can see at the top above my head it's kind of there which is very strange the I'm going to buy, in fact I've already looked on eBay for some uh, rangefinder accessory attachment, some nice ones on there and that will help use the camera. This camera's resolving power of the lens I think is comparable to the Bronica. The focal length is really nice. So I will be taking it up the store, I will be taking it to the Lake Street. Maybe I'll be taking it in place of the Bronica, I'm not sure yet. Um, there is one thing I wanted to... I don't know if I should discuss it now. So when I was researching this camera after I bought it, I saw someone had modified one of these to have a tilt swing feature. And I thought that was a fantastic idea. It would remove the folding ability, but I could buy another one and make a tilt shift camera which would be very exciting I'm not sure yet I'm having to think about that one but the swirly edges of the frame it's a really nice little touch and it's something I'd like to use this camera for in the future so yeah despite all the issues that I've had with this shoot and this episode it's turned out okay I've got some lovely pictures I've proved that the camera works well and I've had a couple of surprises so yeah, I'm pleased. Um, next episode's probably going to be... It's either going to be another pinhole one, a large format one, or something else. <laughs> something else entirely. So until then, I will say uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Magic Box. 
You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tales from the Magic Box. And don't forget to check out the blog, talesfromthemagicbox.home.blog. <laughs>